We begin the Gemara today on the Avchav from Adalef, right at the beginning at the Mishnah. Last Mishnah of this Patek. Zok, the Heilige Mishnah. This is actually a continuation of the previous Mishnah where it said that Stam Nedarim, when a person makes a neder and he uses a language which it's not clear if it means a neder or if it does not. So we're machmer, we're stringent and we say that the neder takes effect. Then the Mishnah said, however, Pirusham Lahakal, which means if you're going to ask the individual afterwards, what did you mean by this language? And he says, oh, I didn't mean a neder. And he explains he meant something else which is not a neder. We accept what he said, we believe him and the nether will not take effect. So here in this Mishnah, it'll give the examples of how and what, what case that means. What is the person saying? The person made an ex- a nether, and the expression he used is, this object should be cheyrem. So, and then Omar he comes and says about this expression of cheyrem, When I use this term cheyrem, all I meant is the cheyrem of the yam, which means a net that you catch fish in the water. I didn't mean to say that it should be like a cheyrem, which is in the, like in the base of Mikdash Aser. It just means cheyrem Yam. so there's no nether here at all. The carbon. The person said that this object should be a carbon. Va'amar, and then he says, I didn't mean the carbon that's in the base of Mikdash. I meant a carbon which is a gift brought for a king, which is not Aser at all. Or if the person says, Hare Atzmi carbon. So what would that sound like? He's saying, I should be like a carbon, which would mean I'm asking myself as a carbon and somebody else. But Va'amar, then he comes and says, That there was a bone. I didn't mean myself. Atzmi usually means myself. But he says, I meant this bone that I had, that I'm making a nether on that, that that should be a carbon. But I'm not referring to myself. Or if the person said, But he's saying something. In other words, he doesn't have to give the king... No, 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 no. Why? Again, when the, when the, he, the person, what it means is, the person said, this object should be also like a carbon. That's what he said. And then he says, when I said like a carbon, it's like this carbon that's given for a king. A carbon that's given for a king is a gift that you bring for a king, and it's not also to anybody. It has no kedusha to it. It's not, it's not, there's no isr in it. Then, another case, kainem ishti nanesli. A person says, I make another, my, my wife should be to me like a carbon. I should never know from her. And then he says, what did I mean? I met my first wife. I'm not married to her now. So she's being also to me. But the wife that I'm married to now is not also to me. Yep. That wife that I, uh, that I divorced. Yep. So Al-Kulon, regarding all of these, So the person does not have to go to a Chacham and request a Heter for his nether because it doesn't take effect. We trust him. point is we trust him that he didn't mean a nether in the first place. Now the Mishnah continues, If any of these individuals come to a Chacham to request a Heter for the Neder, now the Gemara will explain what this means. We just, says, we just said, He doesn't have to request a Heter. So why is it saying suddenly that he's requesting a Heter? The Gemara will explain, it refers to an Amoritz. That in, by Amoritz, he does have to request an, a, a Heter. So if he comes to request a Heter, they get a punishment for this. What is this Einish? So this Einish actually is by all the Dorim. The Allah is a, per- a person that made a nether. And then he did not keep his nether. And he comes to a Chacham and requests a Heter. If he did not keep the, het- the, the nether before the Heter, even after he gets the Heter, there's, there's a Knast, there's a penalty, an Einish, that he's going to have to at least continue keeping his nether for the same amount of days that he did not keep his nether before. And then the Heter of the Chacham will take effect. 
It's over here as well. When he comes to get a hetter for his nether, he gets this punishment to keep, continue keeping his nether for those amount of days. And then also, additionally, umachmirin alein. There's an extra chumre that will machmer in this, this she'ela, when he wants to request a hetter, we are more machmer than a regular nether. By a regular nether, we'll see later in the Mesechte, there's a Pesach and there's a Charota. The idea of a Pesach is that you can find a Pesach in the nether that the person did not realize a certain circumstance that's going to come out of the nether. That's called a Pesach. A Charata means that even if he realized everything, the person comes and says, I regret because I was angry when I made my nether and I didn't really mean it. That's called Charata, I regret. So over here we're Machmer and we don't accept Charata, but we have to find a Pesach, which is more difficult to be matter the nether. So we're more Machmer. Divrei Rab Meir, this is Rab Meir's opinion. We could find a Pesach which means that we don't have to find a Pesach that is an unusual circumstance that developed and therefore that is the room for the Heter but even Pesach means anything that the person will say that he regrets his nether because he didn't want to do it we accept that in other words just like a regular nether we're not more Machmer for this person than by a regular nether but we teach them that they should be careful not to be over on this nether, even though they say they didn't mean it. Like it said before, they, all these lashaynis, he comes and says he didn't mean it. In order that the person should not be lightheaded regarding nedarim. So this individual that says that he didn't mean it, but nevertheless he has to be noyig in his nether. I think this is a chumre medrabanon. Again, like I said before, that the Gemara will explain that this is talking about an ama aretz. An ama aretz, even after he says that the lashon that I said never meant the nether in the first place, but chachama wa machmer with him that he should keep his nether. So the Gemara will explain the point I just said here that in the lashon of the Mishnah, the Mishnah seems to contradict itself. Amrit, first you say, that these individuals that come and say that they never meant a nether, so they don't even have to request a hetter. Then the Mishnah immediately says, if they come to request a hetter, they get punished, and we're stringent with them. So why are you saying that they're requesting a hetter? Amrav Yehuda, Sarav Yehuda explains, this is how you have to learn our Mishnah. The Kulon, all these individuals that explain the expression they said, that they never meant a nether, ain't srich and shayla. They do not need to be, to request a hetter. When is that the case? When it's a Tamut Chacham, so we trust him that the language he said was not a nether. When it comes to an Amoretz, Shabali Shoel, so he, he's coming to request a hetter because we don't trust him. When he says, I didn't mean this Lashon as a nether, we don't trust him. So therefore, we punish him, and we're going to be machmer on him. We're going to be even more machmer on him because we don't trust him, and we see we see he's trying to get out of his nether. We'll be even more machmer on him. This is the pshat that the Ran says that many rishonim say that the point of the amaritz is that we don't trust him when he comes and says, "I didn't mean a nether." Other rishonim say it's not an issue of trust, even if we do trust him, but because he's an amaritz, we don't want him to confuse this case with other regular nedarim. If we're going to allow him to be matter over here by a real nether, he might also be matered for himself. So we don't want him to confuse this. So now the Gemara explains what this means, Einshin uh, and Machmirin. It's understood what Machmirin means. We don't, when he comes to request a hetter, we don't open up for him to say that he regrets the nether. That's a very simple and easy way how to make a hetter for a nether. The person just says, I, I, I made this nether out of anger, I didn't realize and I regret it. So in this case, we don't allow him to 
just regret it. He's going to have to find a, a bigger Pesach, something unusual that happened that he didn't expect. But Elo, what is the punishment that it speaks about it? Like it says in the Braise, the Einish is the Misha Noza, person that makes a nether to be a Nazar. And he transgressed, he didn't follow his Naziris. So we do not give him a heter for his Naziris. Those amount of days that he did not keep his Naziris, so now he first has to keep those amount of days, the Naziris, and then we'll give him a heter. That's what Rabbi Yudah says. Rabbi Yaisi says about this, he's not always going to have to keep those amount of days that he was over. This is by the minimum amount of Nazirus, which is 30 days. So if he did not keep his Nazirus for 30 days, he's going to have to keep his Nazirus for 30 days. But what's if the Nazirus, or, or by, it could be less than 30 days, that is, by Nazirus Mu'etes. But when it comes to Nazirus Merube, Nazirus Merube means a person took upon himself to be a Nazir for a whole year, let's say. And there was a period of time that he didn't keep his Naziris. So before we're matter his Naziris, he's not going to have to keep his Naziris the same number of days that he was over his Naziris. 30 days. 30 days, which is the minimum amount of a Nazir, that's enough for him to keep his Naziris and then we'll be matter it. So this is the Einish that it speaks about by, by a Nazir. And that's the Einish that it means over here as well, that if he was over on his Nether, he has to keep that amount of days of his Nether and then we could be matter it for him. Since the Rabbanon said, that we will not be matter as neder unless he keeps it for that amount of time that he did not keep it. Again, a bezdin that will be matter this neder even before he keeps it and for those amount of days, is not doing the right thing. So, in other words, it will not take effect. It's not right what the bezdin does. Rav Yaakov says, This Bezdin, we put them into a Shamta, into some kind of a Chayrim, an excommunication for not following this Aloha to not be matter is nether. It said in the Mishnah, Chachamim say that we will, even for this individual, this Amaretz, we will open up a Pesach for him. But then we teach him to be careful with these nadarim. We don't want a person to behave with callous reish, lightheadedness regarding a nether. A nether is an iser and it's a very severe thing. So we want him to be careful with a nether. We learned, a person should never be accustomed with making nadarim. Because if you don't keep a nether, you end up also transgressing and not even keeping a shvua. We learned earlier in the Gemara that a shvua is actually more stringent than a nether. A person should not be accustomed to hanging around and eating together with an amoretz. Because you're going to eat by him, he'll, eat for you, he'll serve you food, he'll serve you produce that the maestres, the trumas were not taken from them. It's called tevel. And also, do not be together with a kain, eat together with a kain that's an amores, because your end will be that he'll serve you from his truma. And also, don't engage in conversations too much with a woman, because your end will be that you'll come to inappropriate behavior with her. This opens up a whole sugi here on this subject. So Rav Barbyeshi Bar said, A person that watches women. The end is, he's going to come to do an Aveda with them. 
a person that gazes, that, that stares at the heel of a, of a woman, he will have children that are not uh, proper children, not good children. And Gemara explains this last point here, what does this refer to? So there are two opinions about this. Rav Yasef Rav says, This is referring to his wife when she's in the state of a nida, she's also for him, he may not look even at her heel. Amr Abshemi ben Lakish, but another opinion over here is, which is Abshemi ben Lakish, Akeva Diktani, when it uses here the, the term of, of the heel, it's a clean expression and it doesn't refer to that, but rather, it's referring to the private area of a woman which is opposite of the heel. And it's not only referring to a person's wife when she's a nida, but even if she's not a nida, that a person should not look. So we learned, it says by Matan Teireh, David says that David comes to speak to you, and in order that his fear should be upon you. What does this mean? Zubusha. This is shame. The Tevish gives Yidin the Kayach, this Midah, this, this attribute of Busha, the Bilti Techto, that he should not come to sin. What does this mean? Melamed, this teaches us, us Shabusha Mevia Lede Yereschet, that the shamefulness brings a person to be fearful from a sin. Nikanomra from here it was said, Simin Yafabadam, a good sign in a person is Shu Baishan, that he's bashful. A person that has bashfulness, he will not sin quickly. A person that does not have this attribute of shame, so it's known that his forefathers were not there at Har Sinai. So therefore he doesn't have this mid of Busha. There are four things that the Malachi Asharis told me. One is, Chigrin, that when you see people that are, that are limping, <coughs> why are they born this way? Because he's born from a, from a, from a relation of a, the mother and father, that they turn over the table. Which means that their, their relation, their married relations, is not in the usual way. Ilmim, when people are mute, why, why does this happen? Why are they born this way? It's because he kissed on that place, in the private place, and it's not sneers, and therefore the child is born mute. People that are deaf, why does this happen? Because at the time of marital relations, he was talking. And it's also not supposed to be. People that are blind, why does this happen? Because they're gazing in that private place. And therefore, this happens. So this the Gemara asks, a contradiction to what it says here, The question was asked to Ima Sholem, which was the wife of one of the great Tanoim. Just a second, whose wife was she? She was oh, sorry, the wife of Rabbi Yezer. So they asked her, Why do you have beautiful children? So she said, My husband doesn't talk to me, and this is meaning during the, this refers to marital relations. Not in the beginning of the night. Not at the end of the night, because in the beginning or the end of the night, people are still around, people are still awake. So not in that time when other people may hear. In the middle of the night. During Chatzais, when it's private, when it's quiet in the house. And then when he talks to me, which means in time of marital relations, he's very tznius. He uncovers a tefach, he covers a tefach. And it's for him as if a shed 
is forcing him. Meaning that he does it, it's in the Shain, there's different Purushim, what this Kaf Shed means. Some say that it refers to the way he covers himself, just like a person that's afraid of a Shed, he covers himself, so too he's very Tznius, he covers himself. And others say it refers to this, that he's doing it not just for his personal pleasure, but for L'Shein Mitzvah. And Valmarti Loi. And she says, I said to my husband, Ma Tam, why are you so careful? Why you do why why is it this way? Vamalin explain to me, I want to do it in a very sneeze way, so I shouldn't have any other thoughts that I should put my eyes on another woman. And what happens is if a person has relations with his wife. But in his mind he's thinking about someone else, so the children are going to be like Mamzadim. It doesn't obviously mean literally Mamzadim, but it means that if he has relations with his wife while he's thinking about someone else, the children have a pagam like a Mamzadis. So what do we see here in this account that she said? She said Mesapet, that her, her husband would talk to her during marriage relations. Before it said that one should not talk. So the Gemara answer is like, Kashi, this is not a question. In matters related to the, the, the act that they're doing, that's allowed. But regarding other subjects, to talk about other things, that's not the appropriate time, that's not allowed during the Tashmish, during marriage relations. Rabbi Yechanan said about this entire Braise we learned before. What uh, Rabbi Yechanan ben Davoi said, he heard in the name of the Malachi Asharis. Zu divrei Yechanan ben Davoi. This is what Yechanan ben Davoi said, he heard from the Malachi Asharis. However, Chachamim said, that we do not paskin like what Yechanan ben Davoi said. Ella rather, however, a person wants to act with his wife, he's allowed. And they gave the following marshal. Like a person that brings home meat from the butcher. If he wants to eat it salted, he can eat it that way. Roasted, he eats it that way. Cooked, or shalok, or well-cooked, he can eat it that way. Or same with the fish that's brought from the fisherman that captured the fish. Meaning the same is also with the tayra that's matter for a person to have relations with a wife. All the limitations that it said before, that Yechanim ben Davoi said, do not apply. There's actually a machlekes Rishenim about this. The Beis Yosef rings this is a machlekes that I read in the Rambam. The Rambam learns the Gemara Kipshutai, that it refers to everything that the Gemara mentioned before, that we don't pass like this, that a person has a head to do however he wishes. But the Ravid says that, it o- that the only thing that he's coming to argue with is what it says before, uh, the Lashon that the Gemara used before is, which means an unusual way of ar- marital relations, but everything else he's not coming to argue with. Everything else that said before still does apply. Omer Ameimer, Ameimer said, Man Malachi Asharis. Before it said that Yechanan ben Davoi, who told this to him? All these limitations he said before, he heard it from the Malachim. Who are these Malachim? So he said Rabbana. Doesn't literally mean that he heard it from the Malachim, but he heard it from Rabbanan, from Tomid Chachamim. Why? Malachi Asharis Mamish. If you're going to say he literally heard these things from the Malachim, why is it that Rabbi Yechanan said, that we don't follow what Yechanan ben Davoi said? How can we not follow what he reported from the Malachim? If the Malachim are telling him that these different behaviors are inappropriate and therefore it affects the beauty of the child that's born, they definitely know the tzura, how you form a fetus more than anybody else. So why would we not pass in this way? So it must be that it refers to the Rabbanon. Why does it refer to the Rabbanon as Malachi Asharis? The Mitzayni, Malachi Asharis, because these Rabbanon stand out that they're very careful. The Mufarashir says that they were tzitzis, and so therefore they stand out like Malachi Asharis.
A woman came in front of Rebbe. She said to Rebbe, Rebbe, I prepared my table and he turned it over. Meaning that he has married relations in an unusual way and she's not happy about it. So Rebbe says to her, Biti, my daughter, Taira Hitiroscha. The Taira was matiyu to your husband in this way. So what could I do for you? I can't help you. The Taira was mad to this. Same story, a woman came in front of Rav, Omroloi, and she says to, to Rav, Rabbi, my Rabbi, I prepared my table, and he turned it over. He's having relations with her in an unusual way. Omar, so he says to her, He says the Moshal that the Gemara said before, it's no different than a piece of fish that a person could eat however he wishes, and therefore I can't do anything for you. The Taita was mad to this. The Pasuk says, A person should not follow his heart, that, that it goes in un- inappropriate places. Rabbi learns from here, A person should not drink from this cup, and his eyes are on a different cup, which is a marshal for a person that's living with his wife while he's thinking about someone else. Amar Avinu, Avinu said, "Lo nitzrecha." Chiddush over here is, "Ela dafila beis noshav." If even the person has two wives and he's having relations with one, he shouldn't be thinking about the other. There's a pasuk that says, "Uvaroisi mikem hamerdim vapoishimbi." I will choose out from amongst you those that are rebelling and are sinning against me. Who does this refer to? Amar Ablevi, Ablevi says, "Elu bnei teisha midas." This refers to people that have the following nine midas, and the Gemara gives a Rashi for this: bnei osnas and mashgach. And the Gemara is going to th- go through these, this Rashi Tevis, what these nine different individuals refer to. And these are nine people that have relations with their wife in a way that's not appropriate. One is Bnei Ema, people that have relations with their wife out of fear. They throw fear on them and their wife. The other is Bnei Anusa, the ones that force their wife into relations. The other is Bnei Snua, that they, they, they have hatred in their heart and still they're having relations with their wife. And Bnei Nidui. Then he did, Nidu is when, when, he, when the husband is in a cheyrem and he has relations with his wife, or maybe she's in a cheyrem. B'nai Tumura, and those that have two wives and he thinks he's having relations with one and it's really another. B'nai Miriva, those that are, that, are, uh, that are having relations while they're in a quarrel with their wife. B'nai Shichros, those that have relations while they're intoxicated. B'nai Grusha Salev, those that have relations while they ha- made up in their heart that they're going to divorce their wife. B'nai Arbuvia, those that have, that, that this woman had relations with someone, and it's not clear who she had relations with. B'nai Chatsufa, or those that are children from Chatsufa, Chatsufa refers to a woman that she herself verbally demands marital relations. Tevaz Bepeh, that's what it's called. She, she herself is, is demanding this. That's called Chatsufa, it's a, it's a chutzpah for her to demand this. So the Gemara asks on this last point, Aini, is this true? said, a, a man that her, her, his wife demands of him to have married relations with her, this is a positive thing. She'll have children. That even in the generation of Meishar Rabbeinu, such children could not be found. Where do we see this? Shanema, the Pasik says, David just says to Meishar Rabbeinu, I want you to find, when he was looking to find the judges for Eden, he says, they have to be men which are Chachamim and Nevainim, wise and Nevainim as well. 
which is a, a, another level of, of Chochmah, or the Bina, or Ksiv, the Pasuk says, who did he find? I took the heads of your Shvatim, but he couldn't find people that wore Nevainim, that had that level of Bina. But what does it say regarding Shevet Yisachar? Uksiv Yisachar Chamoir Gorem. That Yisachar Chamoir Gorem, Chamoir Gorem literally means the donkey that has heavy bones. But the Gemara, we're darshaning this pasuk here, the Mefarish here brings that the drush over here is Chamoir Gorem means the donkey caused. What does this mean, the donkey caused? A very interesting thing. That when Yaakov Avinu was, was riding on his donkey and he came to the tent of Leah, Leah enticed Yaakov Avinu, she brought him in to have relations with her, and that's when Yisachar was born. And that was Gaidim. What is that Gaidim? Uksiv, that caused. The word Gadam means it caused. Uksiv, the Pasuk says, Mibnei Yisachar, from the descendants of Yisachar, Yaidei Bina Leitim. They will have Bina. Bina means they'll have even, not only Chachm, but even Bina, which could not be found in the generation of Meshur Rabbeinu. And what was the reason for this? The reason for this is because their mother Leah enticed Yaakov Avinu into this relation that Yisachar was born from it. So what do you see? That when a wife is toivas, that she demands the relations, this is a positive thing. And this brought to the birth of the Yisachar and his descendants that have a very high level of Bina. Answers the Gemara, he, the that does not mean that she's demanding Bepeh, but it means that she appeases and entices her husband, but not to demand Bepeh. So in other words, the point over here is that through this, she has she's zaychatav banim scharim and children that are tamid chachamim and it means this pashat that she's doing it for the sake of the mitzvah of piri v'ribia and she's enticing her husband into a mitzvah and that's why she's zaychatav beautiful children and great children like it says by Yisachar hadran alach the elum This is the conclusion of the second pedic of the second nedarim. Like, we're talking about.